Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kenny White would love those numbers. He's our good friend in Vegas. We had him on. We were at the D Casino. Uh, No better way to uh, end the year with this final show, having him on. The bench on Mary Ferelmas and Happy Pharrell Year Special. Kenny, how you doing, my man? Pharrell, my man, I'm doing great. I'm honored to be uh, on your uh, last show of 2019. I'll be looking forward to 2020. I'm telling you. Uh, so, uh, me too. Uh, I got to tell you, I not because of betting. Betting's been uh, Gandhi. It's the uh, I buried my dad. I buried my wife's dad. All in five months. It just. Uh, I thought the year sucked. I hated it. I, I'm ready for 2020. I think 2020 sounds like a really cool year, just like the you know the movies. Remember 2020 and all this other stuff. So I think it's going to be cool. Now, what do you think of? Um, there was a guy that called here earlier, and he was on Oregon. He's very upset uh, that they're not favored over Wisconsin. And I told him that I actually uh, don't care who's favored in the Rose Bowl at all, or any game for that matter. I really don't care who the favorite in dog is. I just know that I think Oregon's actually a better football team all around. I thought what they did to Utah was very impressive. I hit that game. I hit that spread. I feel they have a really good chance against Wisconsin, although Wisconsin certainly has had pedigree in the Rose Bowl before. I was talking about going back to the Dane days. What do you think of that one? Yeah, no doubt. My number's right on it. The Pac-12 has not done well in bowl games. 10-22 and 22 ATF. 10-22 and 22 the last four years. And then underdogs have done extremely well. So he's got to feel good about that part. Uh, underdogs last year getting three or more. 16-8 and eight they covered. And they're 55% since 2005. That's pretty strong for underdogs. So uh, in that game, are you? it sounds like you're leaning Wisconsin. I'm leaning a little bit to Wisconsin in that game. I really am. I think they're a really well-coached team. And uh, I think Oregon may have left their best game on the field against Utah. They wanted to beat that team, and they did. And, uh, they played a great game. I think it'll be a good game, though. It'll, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a close one. you got two great offensive lines. So, uh, Kenny, uh, these, these two semifinals, which are so gargantuan, we know about uh, how great, uh, you know, I thought Ohio State really proved themselves in that game with Wisconsin. What did you think of how they came back in that game and took, I mean, just took them by the throat after they were getting their ass beat early in that game and they came back and handled their business? How do you like that performance and how do you like them as they now have to go up against another behemoth? Yeah, absolutely loved it. Uh, And the score wasn't even as close as the final score was of how really Ohio State dominated that second. They dominated. Wisconsin couldn't move an inch. And Ohio State had their way. Now Clemson, remember, they had a they had a scare earlier in the year against North Carolina, and since that time they've been seven and one ATS. Well, Ohio State kind of one and three ATS down the stretch, but that was their biggest scare. And when that happens, these teams do show up better. And I think Ohio State's got revenge. It was three years ago, but the last time they played, they lost thirty-one nothing in the college football playoffs. So I added that into my handicapping. I make Ohio State a small favorite, and I haven't bet it yet because I'm hoping the general public loves Clemson and bets this up to three. Wow, that's smart. Uh, so you like the Buckeyes, uh, Oklahoma, and LSU? The way LSU has just torn through everyone. 
And Oklahoma's been impressive. I, I had a feeling for weeks they'd get that last spot uh, the way they were playing. Uh, they had to pull some miracles out of their hat. But uh, do you think that number's too big, or do you think LSU does them like they've done everyone else? My handicap says this game should be about 12, but I broke down some numbers in road games this year. Oklahoma outyarded their opponents by 178 yards on the road. LSU just by 92. So uh, Oklahoma almost doubled the yardage difference over LSU in their road games, and scoring was almost identical. Oklahoma beat their opponents by 15 on the road, LSU by 17. I'll tell you this, double-digit dogs in bowl, bowl season, 58 and 29, 67% plus 26 units, uh, just betting them blindly. But let's break it down because most of the time when you're a double-digit dog, you're coming from a weaker conference. Double-digit dogs from the Power Five, 78% cover. Wow, that's crazy. So uh, it sounds to me like with all those crazy numbers, uh, speaking from analytics, whatever, that that's an Oklahoma snag. Take them in the number. I think they're going to be close. I think it's a correlated parlay, too. I think their defense has to step up. Um, I, I, 76 is such a big number. I'll be looking to take Oklahoma plus 14 and go under in the game. Wow, that's great. Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com, one of our dear friends in Vegas, a great handicapper. We love him on the bench. Uh, and by the way, uh, I just want to prove to you, Mafia, uh, you got to be my eyewitness here. Ready? Hold on. Mafia, are you involved? Are you, are you involved with yeah, me? We'll All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to open up my bag right here for Kenny. And what happens when I reach into my bag of tricks? Tell everyone what you see when I pull out. What do I pull out? Kenny's book, of course. How do you like that? Hey, Kenny, I don't leave the house without it. I've had it in my bag since the day you gave it to me. Awesome, my man. I have 2020. I will be the first one on the market out. I will have my magazine out the first week of May. It won't look like a phone book this time. It'll look more like a magazine. Right. But it's going to be out around around the middle of May. The middle of May, right. you'll have one in your hands. Right. And you'll have the entire season predicted right in front of right. you. Right. If, if I don't have that, Kenny, as you know, I'm going to have my friend Gambling Kenny in Vegas come and break your legs. <laughs> that's, not Kenny, that's not Kenny the cop, is it? No, that is not Kenny the cop. It's Gambling Kenny. Uh, he works at the M, which is out in the, I think, in the Area 51 desert. Well, I'm, glad it's not, I'm glad it's not Kenny the cop or Kenny Pots and Pants because Mafia probably knows Kenny Pots and Pants. I think Mafia does know Kenny Pots and Pants. All right, so I want to go through uh, some of the other uh, games with you uh of note like i mean there's so many that i i don't want to bore you or anything but i want to look at uh, here's one that i care about i know people may laugh at me but you know i went to indiana and um the gator bowl has indiana and tennessee i thought frankly that indiana had a hell of a season until they as usual had to run into michigan and then um i believe that tennessee has actually done a nice job of turning things around in the right direction in Knoxville. I think that momentum is going in the right uh, direction. I think they are actually getting their feet back, their legs back. What do you think of that bowl game? You know, I, I was funny because Tennessee is one of the teams that I love. Uh, I, I like them in this game. I, I On Twitter, I sent out something earlier in the year when the coach benched uh, Jared Gartano, their starting quarterback. I said, it looks like he's throwing in the towel for the year. I got bashed by over 500 tweets from Tennessee fans. I had no idea what I was talking about. The Garretano was a horrible quarterback, and this freshman was better. 
and I just fire back, hey, Garrettano four points better to the line. You better hope he plays. Well, Garrettano came back and had a terrific season and really carried this team to the bowl game. And um, I'll, I'll be looking for Tennessee um, in this one. Uh, it, it's a tight football game. I'll probably be looking at the over. I think these both these coaches will look to a, you know, open up the playbook a little bit and uh, put some points on the board. But I give it, let me give you a couple trends. All right. One nice trend, 16-2 and two the last three years. Teams that won three or less games the previous year have made it to a bowl game this year, 16-2 and two ATS. That's Kent State coming up this weekend, plus the points, Central Michigan, Louisville, and Georgia State. All four teams, I think, underdogs. Uh, all four, I think, have a shot to win their game straight up. I like that. Uh, what do you think of uh, both uh, Both of these teams had really interesting seasons that no one cares about uh, except me and you, uh, you and I. Cal and Illinois in the Red Box Bowl, whatever the hell that is, but they're playing out at Levi's in Santa Clara. I think those teams were pr- pretty fun to watch this year, actually. Yeah, they were. You know, Lovey Smith finally turned it around for the Illini, and his team played really well down the stretch. A uh, couple of big wins, but the, the key to it was getting the Michigan transfer Brandon Peters on the field and getting him healthy because he's their best quarterback by far. I had him five points better than anybody else on the roster, and when he played, uh, they covered spreads and they won football games. So he's questionable for this game, but I got to believe this being two weeks out that. Uh, Peters is going to play in the game. I think it'll be very close. close. Cal's very well coached, but uh, and, and two really conservative coaches here. The total reflects that at 43, but boy, that's awfully low total. Um, it, is, it is in Santa Clara, so California does have a home edge in the game, but uh, I like the Illini. I think they'll, uh, I think they'll represent it. Brandon Peters has to play, though, at quarterback. If he doesn't, I could flip-flop and bet Cal in the game. Yeah, Cal, it's like a home game from Berkeley down to uh, Santa Clara is nothing. And uh, it depends on – see, because most of those kids have uh, better things to do than go to a football game. I mean, they party there. I was kidnapped there once when I worked in San Francisco, Kenny, by a bunch of sorority girls. They duct-taped me to a chair and forced me to drink alcohol for 24 hours and smoke reefer. Where do you sign up for that job? <laughs> I am telling you, it was a blast. I'm surprised I didn't get any leg. Uh, let me ask you this question, Kenny. There's no is not an option. We're going to do another segment with you at the top of the hour. No is not an option. What's your answer? My answer is three letters, yes. All right, we're going to do another one. Hit the rest of the big bowl games with our good friend Kenny White from Vegas. Check him out at KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll talk the rest of the ball games, starting up the final hour of... 2019, this is a Mary Ferelmas Happy Pharrell Year special on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking to our good buddy uh, Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com out in Vegas. You've heard him on the show many times. Here he is again uh, for our final show of the year. This is our final hour of the year, our last show. Mary Ferelmas to everybody and Happy Pharrell Year. And uh, we thought we'd have Kenny on tonight to do a bowl blowout, which we're in the middle of. If you missed him already, you lose. Uh, you can go to his website for all of his snags and great trends and great uh, picks and uh, just killer inside skinny on all of the bowl games and everything else for that matter. So uh, let's pick up where we left off, Kenny. Um, so, uh, oh, by the way, Kenny, I was at the, um, I was out there, whatever, for the uh, Wilder fight, and I, I did the shows. You know, I do all the uh, PBC and Showtime fights, and I was out there, and I went to the. Uh, Emerald Lagasse Stadium at the Palazzo. I had never actually been there to that little joint, and or should I say big joint. What a great uh, place that is. Like, I sat around and watched. I had It was the day of, the I think, Michigan 
uh, Ohio State game, I think. Or no, it was it was Ohio State Penn State. That was the day, and um, that place is unbelievable. I ate my face off, and then I I watched. Uh, I you know I had like ninety games going at once. The place is absolutely packed. You can't even get a table there. It's so crazy. Like we reserved one or whatever, and I I went there with all my buddies from Vegas. I thought that place was pretty cool. Have you been in there? Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, Pandora holds a big party there every January, like the second week, uh, usually national championship game on a Monday night. I've been to several of them. Uh, you, you're right. One of the best places to watch a game because there's TVs everywhere. You can bet right there, and the food right. is outstanding. Yeah, fun place to go. Yeah, William Hill uh, has the book in there, so and I do a lot with William Hill, as you know, so I thought it was a cool spot. Um, anyway, let's pick it up. Uh, Vatek in Kentucky, they're playing in Charlotte, and um, – you know, I, I know Virginia finally beat him, uh, but uh, Vatek's pretty tough. This guy, uh, Fuentes, uh, he's always uh, getting a job done, right? Like, I mean, I think they're uh, an interesting team. What do you think of that game? Yeah, you know, I, I backed Vatek quite a few times during the season, especially down the stretch. Uh, uh, my favorite quarterback, uh, Hendon Hooker. It, uh, <laughs> He's had a great finish to the year, and he really he really led this team. Obviously, they got uh, they got beat up in the championship game against Virginia, but uh, yeah, I think he's done a good. Kentucky's going to be interesting because you know they've gone with the the wide receiver uh, as a, as a quarterback and uh, all run football team. They run it about eighty five percent of the time. So I think it's Lynn Bowden is his name, but he had had to move over from wide receiver, and he's done a great job. The last guy to do this good of a job was Ryan Tannehill at Texas A and M, but. Uh, this kid's not the thrower that Tannehill is, but they run it. Uh, my number was Vontek 1. I'm leaning to Kentucky in the game. All right. Uh, how about the Sun Bowl? That thing's been going on since uh, before Christ. And uh, I know that uh, Florida State and Arizona State are playing in it. I, what do you think of the job Herm's done with all of his uh, you know, buddies from the NFL out there and players? And then Florida State, after all the drama – all the coaching nightmares, all of the uh, you know bad press and people turning on them, the fans, everybody, just a disaster in Tallahassee. They somehow found a way to like end their season respectably and get in a ball game if you think they should even be there. What do you think of that game at the end of the day? You got some good athletes on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I do. You know, Herm did a good job, I think. Yeah, but he fired his offensive coordinator and offensive line coach to leave at the end of the season. So that he said they weren't on the same page with the uh, freshman quarterback that did such a great job. Um, Daniels, Jalen Daniels, he did a nice job. Let me, let me give you a little coaching trend, uh, what's happened over the years, because we get a lot of coaches who uh, get fired and don't get to coach in their bowl game. And coaches who get fired and their team still goes to a bowl game. Right. They lose 60% of the time. They, those kids feel bad that coach got fired. They didn't want him to get fired, and they don't respond. They don't play well because they don't want to make him look bad. So they usually lose. Now, teams that their coach leaves for a better job, those guys are pissed, and they play extremely hard, and they actually cover the spread 65% of the time when their coach leaves and heads for another, another job. So uh, the other one is uh, coaches that retire. And it's a smaller sample size. But coaches are retiring, coaching their bowl game, 8-2 and two ATS the last 10 times. So Chris Peterson at Washington holds that one. But this one, Florida State, you know, obviously, uh, you know, their coaching change came earlier in the season, uh, and they kind of their, their staff has been together. Um, I only made ASU one and a half in the game. I think they're just a younger football team. Um, so I'm leaning to Florida State. I haven't played the game yet, but that would be my lean. And also looking maybe maybe to play the game over. As I said, Daniels, 
um, excellent quarterback, and Herm Edwards fired his coaching, his offensive coordinator, because he wants to go more up-tempo and throw the ball more with Daniels. So I, I think there could be a good good high-scoring football game at hand there. All right, Kenny White with us from Vegas. Uh, the pinstripe ball at Yankee Stadium, Michigan State. I thought they were terrible this year. They're taking on a, a Wake Forest team that had a great season, all things being equal. Yeah, Michigan State was such a disappointing team. They, they were probably the most disappointing team I had for the entire year. Um, I, I thought they had the talent to to really actually battle for the division. But uh, as I said, you know, underwhelming, underachieving. I look back, Antonio, the head coach, he's been a less than a 500 coach the last five years, and he's really struggled. Actually, actually, I shouldn't say struggled. He's actually done well in bowl games. So um, I don't trust him. I can't play them. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay off the game because they were so uh, underachieving for me and they cost me a lot of money during the season, especially early on. So I'll probably just pass that game, and if anything, I, I, I may I may take a, a, a flyer on Wake Forest. Yeah, they, they've won three straight bowl games. Uh, they've all been close. Uh, the Music City Bowl, Mississippi State and, and Louisville, uh, what do you think of that one? Yeah, Louisville's one of those teams that uh, won three games or less last year. Uh, I think their quarterback has done a great job. I think the team has really put it together. Um, but definitely a team that I'll be looking to take points with. I think Louisville's got a chance to win this game straight up. Uh, just a three-and-a-half-point dog in the game. So um, it, It's hard to go against SEC teams, though. That is one of the most successful conferences there is in college football. But, you know, maybe it's one of the, weak, the weaker teams. They don't fare quite as well as the top echelon teams in the league that just dominate these bowl games. But uh, so Louisville is a team I'm looking at. They got the most check marks on their side right now. So you talked about coaches leaving. Uh, Lane Kiffin's leaving FAU down in uh, Boca. And SMU had a, a great season. What do you think of that uh, Boca Raton Bowl home game for FAU? But are the players going to be uh, pissed off? They're going to be pissed off. They're going to come to play, and they are very talented. Lane Kiffin did a great job there recruiting. He really upgraded the, the talent level, and it's shown on the field, um, and it showed in the championship game. They blew out a good UAB team, a really well-coached UAB team, and I think this is a, a more important game for Florida Atlantic than it is SMU, obviously playing at home. Um, their coach left them. I think they'll be a very focused team, SMU. I think it's more of a vacation trip for them. <laughs> Kenny White with us from uh, Sin City to Mega to Hub. Uh, the Orange Bowl, Florida and Virginia. Can Virginia reel off that Vatek win and keep going here and do something against the Gators? Boy, I don't know. Uh, Pharrell, this Virginia defense is banged up. They lost so many players. They played well against Virginia Tech in that championship game, but they've allowed more than 30 points a game their last six games and against this Florida team where they're, they're so good uh, and they're playing in Florida. It's, uh, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an all Gator crowd. I think they'll travel really well, but again, I'm not laying double digits, not when the numbers say 67% for double digit dogs and even higher from big time conferences. And the ACC actually last year represented well, eight and three in bowl games, so I'll look look at this game. I might end up on Virginia just because it is such a big spread. But the other one, I may play the game over because Virginia's defense has given up points. But, boy, their offense looked good. They even scored on Clemson's defense in the first half. So that, that showed me Virginia can do a little bit offensively. Uh, so uh, Holiday Bowl in San Diego, USC is going down the highway to take on Iowa. Uh, what do you think of the uh, Trojans? They're keeping Helton as their coach. And, and what do you think of the Hawkeyes? 
Yeah, they're re- really well coached. Uh, SC and uh, Clay Helton, you can have him. Uh, he hasn't won a bowl <laughs> game yet. Has no idea how to prepare. Has no idea how, how you know get his team ready. He does have a little bit of bonus by playing in California, but I, I always going to be too focused. I think this team will win the game. They're probably rallying around Hayden Fry right now and uh, uh, his passing. And uh, this will be a, this will be a good game, but I think it'll be Iowa. Just I can't bet Clay Helton. I'm, I'm actually surprised he held on to his job. I don't think he'll be there much longer, though. Uh, next year, if they if they get off to a poor start early on the season, he'll probably get fired. Hey, Brian Kelly and the Irish have to be excited about getting ready for that Camping World Bowl. <laughs> yeah, do they? Uh, it's it's a very good point. You know, when when we're we're handicapping bowl games, you always have to try to figure out motivation. Uh, I, I don't know if Notre Dame is motivated for this football game. They don't they don't fare well in bowl games. That's for sure. Uh, they usually get outclassed. Uh, this Iowa State team is another team that, that really wasn't disappointed with. They were just a little unlucky. I know they lost at least three games by a total of six points. Uh, and in all three, they lost the turnover battle. So if they didn't lose the turnover battle, they probably would have been a team that was playing Oklahoma for the championship of the Big 12. I thought they were the second-best team. I think they're, I still think they're better than Baylor. Um, so I think Iowa State actually will give give Notre Dame a, a really solid game here. I think it could be very high scoring, two really good offenses. Uh, I got four more for you. That Georgia Baylor Sugar Bowl game. Georgia Baylor, yeah, Georgia last year didn't show up. Maybe they will show up this year. Uh, solid defensive game. I think that uh, this this game looks more like an under than anything. Uh, the Outback Bowl has Minnesota and Auburn. I saw the Gophers players all sent thank you notes to the Outback Bowl committee for inviting them to the bowl game. I guess they haven't been to one in so long that matters that they thought they'd send them some thank you notes. <laughs> well, Minnesota, um, DJ Fleck had an outstanding year. They they really overachieved, and I think he's a solid coach. Not sure if Auburn is going to be too thrilled about being in this game. They won their Super Bowl by beating Alabama. Uh, I, I'll look to take the points here again, mainly on the uh, the couple of the trends that say, you know, underdogs are, have such value. And this is one that I'm going to look at because P.J. Fleck does really well in that underdog role. Uh, Citrus Bowl, how the mighty have fallen. Alabama playing in the Citrus Bowl. I've seen it all. Take it on Michigan. Will they have a problem with the Wolverines at all? I wouldn't think so. They shouldn't, but it just depends on how motivated they are. You know, that defense, I, I, I was worried about it. I had Alabama number one in the country to start the season, but when you lose a quarterback like Tua Tagovailoa, that was a seven-point drop-off to their power rating. And even with dropping seven points off, I still have Alabama the number four team in the country, still better than Oklahoma, who's playing in the final four. So I can't wait till we go to a final eight or an elite eight at least. Uh, but Alabama right now without Tua and, and – Playing on defense, they're playing four between four and seven freshmen. That was my worry in the middle of the year when they lost several starters on that defense, and they lost juniors and seniors that were professional NFL type players. So they really lost some studs on D, and the freshmen just couldn't hold up against good offenses. Um, I don't know how you know Alabama not playing in the bowl championship series. I don't know how motivated they will be in this football game. So um, I might have to look at Michigan again, another good dog that could win the game straight up. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Penn State and Memphis uh, in the Cotton Bowl. Will Penn State get up for Memphis? Memphis can score on anybody. Memphis can score on anybody because they got the best quarterback in the field. Brady White came from Arizona State, and he he's an NFL quarterback. And he'll be the best quarterback in this football game. Um 
you're right. They can score. Their coach left them. This is another team that's going to be pissed, and they're going to play hard, and they're going to show him you shouldn't have left because we, we can win without you. Uh, we can beat Penn State without you. I think I think Memphis will be in this game right down to the wire. I think they're a very value play. And the, and the some of the wise guys feel the same way. This number opens seven and a half down to six and a half. Kenny White, my man, unbelievable double-ripping segment on all the bowl games tonight. Check out KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, always a pleasure. Fantastic uh, double segment. I love you. Merry Pharrellmas. Happy Pharrell year. All the best to you and your family. Have a great holiday season, and we'll talk again real soon. Hey, right back at you. Ditto everything you said. Verbally retweet that to everybody, all the fans. Thanks, Pharrell. All right, Kenny White in uh, Vegas with us tonight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.